communities were beginning to evacuate. Most of the evacuees from Katrina in 2005 were African-American. Many were poor. Families resettled in Houston because they felt their adopted city offered higher-paying jobs, better schools, a safer environment to raise children, and more affordable housing, which had become scarce in New Orleans because public housing developments destroyed by Katrina were never replenished, said Matangulizi Senyika, chairman of the New Orleans Association of Houston. Matangulizi, a retired public policy and African studies professor from New Orleans, migrated to Houston after Katrina because his wife, a pastor, found a better job as a spiritual care educator training hospital chaplains. They live in a new subdivision in Houston that has not been flooded, but he said, we are under domestic house arrest because the major roads around his neighborhood are underwater. Brian Green, who once headed the New Orleans Food Bank, also moved after Katrina and is now president of the Houston Food Bank. On Monday, he, along with his dog and cat, were trapped on the second floor of his home, which had flooded up to three feet. At one point, the bed and other furniture were floating through the house, he said. Green housed half a dozen of his neighbors, who live in single-story homes, until volunteers came by on a boat Sunday night, extricated them from a second-story window, and ferried them to emergency shelters. He had sent his wife and two elementary-aged children to San Antonio ahead of the hurricane. Green stayed behind to make sure food could be distributed to emergency shelters, but on Monday the food bank was surrounded by water. We didn't realize we would be cut off for this long, Green said. Normally the storm would be gone by now, and you would be able to do your resupply work. We are put on this rotten time delay because the darn thing won't leave. For many families, he said, the long-term impact of Harvey will be devastating. But Green said his flood insurance coverage should cover most of the repairs to his house, and he has already found another house to rent beginning mid-September. Other former New Orleanians are bracing for the worst. Destiny Wilson was just nine years old when Hurricane Katrina swept through New Orleans, knocking down trees and power lines around the apartment complex where she lived with her mother. With no power and the parking lot flooded, Wilson and her extended family, who had come to her mother's place to ride out the storm, stayed put for at least three days. Then we ran out of food and supplies and realized no help was coming, Wilson said. We got out of there, the first chance we got. In Beaumont, Texas, strangers saw their Louisiana license plate at a gas station and gave them cash for a hotel room, where they stayed for a week. They ended up settling in Houston, where extended family members had received apartment vouchers after being evacuated. Now 21, Wilson lives with her mother, who got a job as a school bus driver and made enough money to buy their first home. Wilson is in college, studying to be a pharmacist. While their street is flooded, water has not swept into their home. Yet. Wilson and her mother are keeping close watch on the rising bayou behind their house, which sits on a hill. The bayou is full to the top. Seeing all the water around the house, it's crazy, Wilson said. It's like reliving Katrina all over again. We can't even go nowhere. It's just too much water. Wilson and her mother have been without power for four days. They charge their cell phones in the car and use their gas stove to cook ground beef and pasta before the meat spoiled. We were trying to wait it out. We have water and ham sandwiches, Wilson said. I learned at a young age to value family and not material things because we lost everything in Katrina. This is Sam Scholl reading from the Washington Post Europe section. This German political party is a complete joke. Literally, by Isaac Stanley Becker. On posters blanketing the German capital, a warning is emblazoned. We give a face to the crisis. The visage is Nico Semrat's ghost-white save-the-shadow cast on his right cheek by the upturned hood of his black sweatshirt. He glowers. This is the face of a hoodlum, gazing out from placards advertising his campaign for the German parliament. The election is next month. But crisis? 
What crisis? Semsrot is not campaigning in the United States, where emotions are red-hot. This is Germany, where politics is seemingly untroubled. The Chancellor, Angela Merkel, is poised to claim a fourth-term poll show. One poster for her center-right party, the Christian Democratic Union, features a young woman lying in the grass, sleeping. Enjoy the summer now and make the right choice in the autumn, the flyer counsels, suggesting that voters sleepwalk through the race. But Semsrot would rather voters snicker than snooze. He is the leading candidate in Berlin for Die Party, the party for labor, rule of law, animal protection, promotion of elites, and grassroots democratic initiative. More aptly, the party, founded in 2004 by the editors of the satire magazine Titanic, one of its members, Martin Sonneborn, sits in the European Parliament. The motto of this satirical faction is yes to politics, no to politics, a contradiction that gets to the heart of Semsrot's mission. He is a professional jokester with an earnest political objective. By luring